understanding and I've been thinking. And I, I quickly want to read you scripture. It's not going to be on here, but it's in Deuteronomy 21, verse 18 to 21. I'm going to read it to you. And it's going to sound very harsh, but you're going to see where I'm going with this. If a man has a stubborn and rebellious son who will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother, and though they discipline him, will not listen to them, then his father and his mother shall take hold of him and bring up to the elders of his gate, of his city, at the gate of the place where he lives. And they shall say to the elders of his city, This, our son, is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He is a, 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 a glutton and a, drunk, a, a drunkard. Then all the men of the city shall stone him to death with stones. So you shall purge the evil from your midst, and all Israel shall hear and fear. Now there was a law of the land in, in that time that said that if you had a rebellious son that didn't, li uh, didn't listen to the voice of the father or his mother, and he, and he kept on disobeying, the, mo the mother and father literally took him to the gate of the city. They called the elders and said, this is a rebellious son. And according to the law of the land in that time, what they actually had to do is the, the city would take stones and they would kill that son. Isn't that a very harsh picture? Now, now I want to take you to John 15. Uh, Luke 15. The story of the prodigal son. When that son came back, remember Jesus told this story in a Jewish context. All of those people standing there, they knew the law of the land very well. Why? Because they were trained in it. So when Jesus told the story of the prodigal son, it was actually very controversial. Very controversial for him to tell a story like that. It went against everything that they believed in that moment, up to that point. And here Jesus, most of you know the story of the prodigal son that, that ran away. He took his father's inheritance, a country. He told his father, I want my inheritance, which is a very disrespectful thing to do for your father before he died. He basically said to the father, I wish you will die. You're dead to me. And he got his inher inheritance and he wasted it on the world. And, you know, he came to a point sitting with uh, pigs in a, I, I don't know what you call it now in English, but he, you, you know, he, um, what do you call it? A farkok, you know, you use, he's, he's, he came to a place where he realized that I need to go back. And, you know, at that moment, you also need to realize he also knew the law of the land. He knew that the law in Deuteronomy 21 said that if I come back, most probably I will be stoned. And he came back. In that moment, he decided to come back, you know, even knowingly, this is what's probably going to happen to me. And do you know what happened in that moment? The Father of mercy interrupted what actually had to supposed to happen. His mercy interrupted what was supposed to happen. What was supposed to happen is that son actually deserved to die according to the law of the land. And Jesus, this picture of the Father, but it is actually a picture of Jesus, comes with His mercy and He interrupts what actually supposed needs to happen. Isn't that a beautiful picture? Isn't that beautiful? 
You know, contrary, um, I have said this once long ago here in this congregation, but it's just so beautiful that he did, he did three, three things for the son. He gave, he gave a ring, he gave a robe, and he gave sandals, and he ran. And do you know, for a, for a father to run in that time, to run to the son in that time, they didn't have clothes like us. He had a, I think you call it a tunic. It's like a, almost like a, a dress for a man. <laughs> He literally had to pull up that dress and run. And believe it or not, I didn't know, but also in the Jewish context, to actually do that is very embarrassing. <laughs> if you don't see an old man running, you don't. That, that wasn't part at all of their culture. And how beautiful that as the son came back, that the father saw him when he was still far away, Luke 15 said, and he ran to that son. You know what happened? I promise you, remember the Bible was always actually written in a context of we and not me. That city was aware of that son coming back. Again, remember what I said, that son actually needs to be stoned. And, and rather for the focus to being on the son coming back, the father ran. He took the focus from the son, the rebellious son, and he placed it on himself. He became nothing in that moment, become, he humiliated himself in that moment so that the emphasis and the focus would not be on the sun. And then he got to the sun and he gave a ring. A ring, what, what does a, a ring symbolize? A ring symbolizes ownership. And that time it was a signet ring. It was literally um, something that you took and you press and wax. Kings did that. You press it and wax. You write your letter. And in the end, you press it on the letter. And then it's, it is just, it marks that letter. It says, you know, I, 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 you know, the king actually wrote this. And that ring represents almost like a signet ring on your life. You belong to the king. Your life is being written by him. That's what the ring symbolizes. Then he, he gave a robe, and the robe is a picture of the cross. The robe covered that son. Remember that son come from a farkok. He came, he, he took that robe, he put it around that son, and he covered him. Beautiful picture of the forgiveness that, and mercy and grace that's available in Jesus for each one of us. Such a beautiful picture. And the third thing that he did, he gave sandals. Now, some of you, I don't know if you've ever seen the, the, um, the, the prodigal son of the Rembrandt, the picture. And, and, and in this picture, the son that is in the embrace of the father, he has one foot in a sandal and the other foot almost out of, out of a sandal. <laughs> but you know, slaves walked bare feet in that time and sons wore sandals. It was actually a place, not of privilege, but it was a, a, a position and this son was given sandals by the father. Ring, rope, sandals. Ring, rope, sandals. I believe like the Lord wants to come and interrupt us with his mercy this morning. And I think there's some of us sitting here and you, you feel like, and you're, you know, you've been following the Lord. You've been doing all the right things. But that, that you know, and, and there's, there's some of us that, I mean, there's, there's been things maybe in the dark or, or things that you know you need to turn away from or that you're busy with that no one is aware of. And I'm telling you this morning, <laughs> the Father's running. He's coming towards you. 
I'm not saying you must not repent. You need to repent. It's part of it. But I I'm, I'm, I'm want to remind you who, you who is running towards you when you repent. It's the Father of mercy. How can we not bring things into the light if we know there's one that's filled with mercy, grace? Yes, he's the righteous judge. He is. But he's also a lover. He's both. It's two sides of the same coin. You see, if he isn't the righteous judge, if he wasn't a righteous judge, his love would have actually been very watered down. But because he's the righteous judge, his love is just so powerful. So powerful. So I believe that's the first group. He wants to come and interrupt us with his mercy. As we bring things into the light, we need to decide as that son, I am coming back. You must make that decision. The father can't do that for you. But I believe his response, his position is one of sitting on a seat waiting to interrupt with mercy. And the second group, there was a second son. It was an older son. He didn't walk away from the father. He stayed on that farm. He was faithful, giving himself, working, doing everything that an older son needs to do. But in the end, when he saw this whole thing playing out in front of him, this you know, this son coming back, the father running, giving all these things to, to the son, you know, the, the ring robe and, um, and sandals. And then even asking for, I think it was a, 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 a kolf, you know, they, like, they did a celebration. My son is back. This older son was like, what? Why? Why do we do a, a party, <laughs> a celebration for this younger one? But I've been staying here all the while. And, I mean, the Father didn't do that for me. I've been faithfully serving, giving myself. Why didn't he, why didn't he do this for me? And the Father's words in the end of Luke 15, I believe is a beautiful reminder often for our hearts that love falling back into religious activism. <laughs> it's Him saying, didn't you know that all that I have is yours? Didn't you know that all that I have is yours? Do you know you can do all the right things and it can look like you're near the Father, but actually your heart is hard. Do you know that? Do you know that? I think often most, some of us in this room, even your relationship with your real Father was like that. You were in the house with your Father. I mean, you know that was your Father, but... You actually didn't even have a relationship with your father. You know, he was there, but he wasn't there. And often, we can be like that with God. We follow him, we tithe, we do all those things that we need to do, which is good. But the reality of knowing him, the reality of being a son in his house, the reality of being soft-hearted before the father is actually not there. And I believe the Lord also this morning is responding to you as to that son my son my daughter do you not know that all that i have is yours we close our eyes quickly oh lord oh lord oh lord <laughs> i thank you i just yeah lord i just feel in my spirit you want to come and interrupt us with your mercy Jesus, that even as you call us to bring things in light, as we, as we heard last week Sunday of, of repentance, you call us to a place of repentance. I thank you 
Lord, that even as we look at the cross of Philippians 2, said that you became nothing. God, you became nothing. You gave yourself. You became nothing. You were obedient to the point of death. Oh, how you love us, God. And I'm not saying that the Lord loves us because we are elevated and, you know, it's all about us. That's not what I mean when I say the Lord loves us. And contrary, when I say the Lord loves us, it testifies of a powerful God. Lord, I thank you that you love us. I thank you, Jesus. It's your kindness that leads us to repentance. How can we not? (laughs) How can we not bring these things to you? So I want to I wanna pray for those two groups this morning because I feel like just the Lord is clearly speaking. And if you're sitting this morning and you feel like there's maybe something in you that, that is wayward, you know, you, you, uh, you know like, you're almost like that son that, that went away. There's, there's maybe parts in your hearts that you feel like actually um, almost, uh, you know, just it weggedreif. You shifted away. And, and you need to decide to come back. And I'll ask you just where you are, just to stand up. I, know, I mean, the Lord has been speaking this morning, so I, I know there's some of you. Just going to give um, 20, 30 seconds. If you feel like there's part in you that's wayward, that is turned like turned away in you, and, and you just want to bring it back to the Father of Mercy, I wanna again, I wanna give you that chance just to just to respond, stand up, and we're just gonna pray as family together. We just wanna pray. We just wanna pray. And then I, I know usually you know we just pray from the front, but can I actually ask the the saints around these that are standing up can you just put your hands on them and I want us to take a a moment to pray to pray to pray here at the front if some of you can just put your hands here Christian if you can also jump in there and Father I, I just pray now even for those that responded we just pray over them would you come and overwhelm them with your mercy in Jesus' name? Jesus' name. Even the simple decision this morning just to, to stand up and to respond and to turn to you. I pray, Holy Spirit, would you come and reveal the Father of mercy to everyone responding and standing up in Jesus' name. Would you come and do that? Just those surrounding them, you can just pray, 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 pray. If you pray in tongues or whatever, you can just pray and ask. Let's just trust, Lord, would you come and reveal yourself to them in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. And I pray if there's any part of them that were almost scared to respond to you because they, they think you, you are angry and, and, and you will push them away. Uh, I pray would you just come and almost renew that part of their minds. Would you come and show yourself, Jesus? I thank you that your cross was more than enough. 
that your cross was more than enough, that your blood was more than enough in Jesus' name. And I'm, I pray not just for a, a, you know, a sense of you walking away like, oh, okay, it wasn't so bad what I did, but I pray for the love and the mercy to completely change hearts in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Come and do that, Lord. Just uh, one more minute. If you're standing around them, just pray. Pray in tongues. Pray whatever you need to do. Jesus. 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 And while they are praying, if you're sitting, and, and this is the last thing I want to pray for, if you're sitting and you almost feel like that older son, you know, you, you've been following the Lord, you know, you know him, but there's something in, in your heart that is almost dull. It has become hardened towards the Lord. Can I ask you, if you just uh, today just want to respond and say, Lord, I, wanna, I want that restoration of awe and wonder that, that um, Aljoy spoke about. Can I ask you to, to actually respond this morning, if you can say, and I, 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 even myself this morning can, can say, there's a part of my heart that I actually, I am trusting for like almost the Lord just come and refreshing my perspective in the way that I see Him. So if you think like, oh, older son, <laughs> and you feel dull, there's a part of your heart that's almost familiar with God, can I ask you also to stand up? Thank you so much for responding this morning. And I want... Just to add to that prayer, um, just as Skulk said that everything, as the father was speaking to the son, he said, everything that I have is yours. And actually what the father was doing is it's like, I'm calling you higher to actually give away like I'm giving away, to extend mercy like I'm extending mercy. It's like I'm setting an example of how you should actually respond in this way. And I just like, actually what the father was saying is like, this is yours. Give it away. <laughs> It is actually, I'm, I'm setting an example for you to actually extend the same um, mercy. And remember what the Father, in everything what the Father is doing, He is forming and molding us into the image of His Son. And a Son represents the Father. And, I'm, and, and we're trusting for, a, for, a, for that in, in every life. Um, so those that responded also now, you can just turn to them and, and, and just, uh, if you can, uh, everyone, just put your hands out to them. And if you're around them, you can also put your hands on them. Jesus, but I, I just pray, even, even those words, we don't want to come, come and add to what you've said and what you want to do, but those words, and even as, as Morris um, added to that, Lord, I pray, Father, may they hear in their hearts, everything I have is yours. And any block or any thought or anything that, that came in the way, Lord, of, the re of, of actually walking with the real Jesus and the reality of you, anything that hardened, hardened our heart or anything that came in the way, Lord, we just pray, Holy Spirit, that you would come and refresh it in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Any familiarity, would you come and blow it off, Jesus? Pray for hearts to see you in a new way. 
Oh, Lord, I pray for that wonder to be restored in every heart again. Lord, hearts that will fall in love with you afresh again as it was at the beginning, as it was at the start when we started following you, Lord. Hearts that are zealous, hearts that are filled with you. In Jesus' name, over all, every heart, we pray, would you come and do that, Jesus? Would you come and do that, Jesus? Would you come and do that, Jesus? We want to return to our first love, our first love, our first love. I pray may we not become busy and, 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 do, do, and, and con, cons, consumed with just doing a right principle and actually miss the right person. God. And I pray would you fill each one. God, it's truly only your love that can soften our hearts. And would you come and fill every heart, Holy Spirit, now. Fill every heart with your love in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Let's just take a moment again if you're standing around them. If you're sitting, can I ask you also just to, if it's in your heart, oh, loudly, just pray. Ask the Lord to come and fill um, them with His love. Jesus, come and do that. Lord, and I just pray for everyone in this room. I'm going to end off this, with this prayer, Jesus. And um, as I pray now, just for your love. Romans 5 verse 5 says it's your spirit that pours out the, the love of the Father into our hearts. And I pray for each one of us for a fresh revelation of the heart of the Father. Jesus, would you come and reveal to us the Father of mercy? <laughs> The one that interrupts us. Oh, Lord. And I thank you that your word says in 2 Corinthians 5, that you became sin who knew no sin, so that we can be in right standing before you, God, that you took our place. You, you died for us, and you're calling us into this dependence on you to live and walk in the light with you. And it's truly the safest and the best place that we can be. And as a congregation, we want to say, may we be found in that place, near your heart, Jesus, near your heart. Amen. Amen, Scott. Thanks so much. Just. Um